hello from the members of First United Methodist Church in Royce City. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you find it meaningful and relevant. You're invited to join us for worship anytime, and you can learn more about our worship options, location, and small group opportunities by visiting our website, fumcroycecity.org. Today, we hear from our pastor, Reverend Chris Everson. May God bless you as you listen to His Word proclaimed. Dear God, we thank you. We thank you first and foremost for your love, how you wrap us in your care. Even when there are times in our lives where we feel like we are lost, or we feel like we don't have direction, or sometimes we feel like the world is against us. But God, one thing we do know, that while we may feel like the world is against us, you are always for us. So as we gather as your people, as we worship, as we sing, as we pray, as we fellowship, Lord, we ask that you let the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart here be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my strength, and my Redeemer. Amen. Well, today we are starting a a new sermon series, and this series is going to take us through uh, the first uh, month and a half of the summer, and I'm calling it Proclaim. And the reason why I'm calling it Proclaim is because we have a message. We have a message of God's love and grace. And one of the things that Paul does through the book of Second Corinthians is that he helps us see how we as followers of Jesus Christ can proclaim this message to others. Now, I have a question for you. How many of you have heard of the phrase, a humble brag? Anybody know what that means, what a, what a humble brag is? What is it, J.P.? It's a brag, but you're trying to say it nicely. That, that's a good way to put it. Or, or it's a way that you try to build yourself up, but, but you do it in a way to where you're trying not to, to make yourself look as good as you, as, as you want people to think you are. For example, there, there are different kinds of humble brags that, 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 that they come in different forms. One is that I'm too busy because I am so important. Okay, may go like this. I just started writing a book that I can know that I know can turn into another million dollars if I just had the time. Okay, see that that's this this time thing. You know, I am so good that I can write this. Okay, let me try another one. There's the idiot humble brag. It disguises itself by using a little mistake as the excuse for the brag. So it'd be like this. Boy, I can't believe I had one question that I could ask the President of the United States, and I asked him if I could have his tie. That was, I saw that on Twitter. Boy, this is, this, I need to go find some different. Let me try this one. Because you know how it always goes. If it, the first two don't try, you go for a third one. 
man. Okay. <laughs> the suffering in the gilded cage, humble brag. Okay? Goes like this. My email sends so slowly over here in Canes. I'm so frustrated. Thank you for the... Wow. Good night, everybody. Okay, so our scripture this morning is not a humble brag, but, but it could be looked as a humble brag. Well, see, what Paul is doing, he, he is taking this opportunity because in Corinth, there are what he calls super apostles. And the term super apostles isn't something that, that's lifting them up, but they are saying, you know, these people think that they are way better than they really are. So Paul uses the scripture of what we're talking about today and throughout the rest of 2 Corinthians, and he tries to, to, to knock down or, or tries to let these super apostles know that they aren't as important as they think they are. And my friends, I think sometimes we have to look at that ourselves, that we really aren't as important as we think we are. So our scripture for this morning comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 5 through 12. I invite you to follow along with the words on the screen. <clears throat> Paul writes, We don't preach about ourselves. Instead, we preach about Jesus Christ as Lord. And we describe ourselves as your slaves for Jesus' sake. God said that the light should shine out of the darkness. He is the same one who shone in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have these treasures in clay pots, so experiencing all kind of, oh, sorry, in clay pots, so that the awesome power belongs to God and doesn't come from us. We are experiencing all kind of troubles, but we aren't crushed. We are confused, but we aren't depressed. We are harassed, but we aren't abandoned. We are knocked down, but we aren't knocked out. We always carry Jesus' death around in our bodies so that Jesus' life can also be seen in our bodies. We who are alive are always being handed over to death for Jesus' sake so that Jesus' life can also be seen in our bodies that are dying. So death is at work in us, but life is at work in you. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So can you see how my horrible uh, sermon illustrations about humble brags come into play here? We, we see a part where, where Paul is talking about all of these things, but he, he couches it under the fact that it is not him that's preaching. It's not him that, that, that's, that's saying all of these great things about himself, but he continues time and time again to proclaim the name of Jesus Christ. Now, as a pastor, I, I look at this passage, and it, it, it makes me pause. 
because I know that there are times when we're doing ministry and we're, we're in the midst of all of the work where we could easily make what we are doing all about us. We talk about the work that we've done as a congregation, the people that, that are coming to be a part of what we're doing. Uh, we, we, we tend to want to take another notch in our belt when somebody else uh, joins the church. But when we have the opportunity or when we take the opportunity to make ministry about us, we miss the mark. When we take the opportunity to say, look at everything that I have done, or look at everything that we have done, we miss the point. Because ministry is not about me. Ministry is all about Jesus Christ. Now, I, I may be stirring up some troubled waters here, probably more inside my own self than, uh, than anybody here. But uh, this past week, <clears throat> there is a famous televangelist who's gotten himself into a lot of trouble when he talked about how God was telling him to believe in a $54 million jet. And it was so funny watching all of the people start to point fingers at how he was saying that God was telling him to believe in all of this. And people saying, well, he's just asking people for more and more and more money. And I'll admit, I started to throw those stones at, at this famous televangelist. But then I realized, you know, we have a tendency to do that ourselves. Now, not in believing in a $54 million jet, but... We get tied up in those things that we think are so important that we must have in order to do ministry when the fact of the matter is that the first and only thing that we need to do ministry with is the gospel of Jesus Christ. See, all of the things that we have are just tools, they're, they're just ways that we can proclaim the message of Jesus Christ for others. But when we place a more important uh, factor or, or more important status on those things, we miss out on the gospel. We miss out on what it is that, that God has come to do through the person of Jesus Christ and our life is, is, is shallow. Our, our life is less whole because we're so dependent on a thing rather than being focused on Christ or focused on his message. And that's why Paul is talking about being clay pots. You know, clay pots back in those days were just, just these vessels. And if you weren't careful with these clay pots, they would easily fall over or, or they would easily break and the pots would be, would, would be deemed useless. But see, what was inside of those clay pots, that is what mattered. How those clay pots were used weren't really that important, but you had those clay pots to keep your treasures whole. 
to keep your treasures safe. See, we have our own clay pots, our own bodies, our own, our own lives, our own ministries, the way that we do things. And if we remember that we are just the vessel of sharing God's love, then God's love can be proclaimed even more. But I think the last part of this passage is the one that really connected with me today. And as we spent time praying in the prayer room, I think it connected with the praise team. I, I love when Lori looks at the scripture and she finds just the, the right songs to help share what the message is for that day. And using the song, uh, Trading My Sorrows. Because sometimes we realize that we have difficulties in our lives. And we wonder how we can make it through all of these difficult things. Paul writes that we experience all kinds of trouble, but we aren't crushed. See, things are going to come. And my friends, as much as I would love to say that it won't, but things will come that will, that will rock your world. But one of the things that we know is that even though our worlds may be rocked, even though we may have these difficulties, we will not be crushed. Sometimes we are confused. We may wonder exactly what it is that God is calling us to do. And even though we're confused and we hold on to the life-changing message of Jesus Christ, we do not need to be depressed even though we may have people that are telling us that we are going the wrong way or we're being harassed, we know that God will never abandon us. And this last passage that Paul writes is that sometimes we may get knocked down, but because of God's love, we will never, ever be knocked down. Out because when we claim that name of Jesus Christ, when we see Jesus inside of our lives and that light is shining, Christ can be seen in and through us. That's why we come to this table. We come to this table as a reminder of God's love for us. We come to this table to be strengthened, to go out and do ministry to the world around us. We come to this table knowing that when we feel lost, when we feel alone, God is always there for us. So I invite you, as we prepare to receive this gift of bread and cup, to remember that you have a light inside of you. And you are called to let that light shine. You don't need anything fancy or, or any specific tools to do that. All you have to do is share with others that because that, that Jesus loves them, and we know that, because of the love that Jesus has shared with us. Let us pray. Dear God, as we 
share in this gift of bread and cup. We are reminded of the love that you have for us and the love that shines in us. As we gather around this table, as we eat the bread, as we take from the cup, strengthen us when we have doubt in our lives. Remind us that you are there. When we feel lost or alone, give us your spirit so that we may feel your presence in our lives. And God, when we have the opportunity to share your love with others, help us to do it joyfully so that first and foremost, your name is proclaimed. So God, we lift these prayers to you. In the name of the one who gives us life and life abundantly, Jesus our Lord. Amen.